say it, 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 say Silly hoes. A sports podcast. Right, Jiggin. Here's Buddha. Wow, see, why would you say that? As we transition into here's Buddha. Come on, man. Do better. Uh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's the podcast with balls. About balls. And as Nelson has said, I am Buddha. It's your boy Dylan, 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 Dylan. Silly hoes. It's Nels like a big factor full of facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hope you feel good about yourself. <laughs> don't do this. Don't, don't do this today. <laughs> don't do this today. What? I don't even understand. I don't. I want to know how many people's even going to get what I just did. How the hell y'all boys doing? It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> Bit vibing, man. It's been a couple of weeks. You know, we, we took a week off because we can. We're adults, asshole. <laughs> so, Straight up. Y'all get an episode every week, tough shit. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. Well, y'all don't pay uh, our bills, jit for our right? shop. Ain't it? For our shop. Episode 184. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Randy Moss. Are we back? We back to this again? I just wanted to shout out Randy Moss. That's my dog. Sorry we couldn't get you a ring, Randall. Even though he was wearing 81 at that time, but still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry we gave you an undefeated season, but we couldn't get you to chuck. You know what I'm saying? Sorry that you was on possibly one of the greatest NFL teams ever, but yeah, I just couldn't, you know, finish. Okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's got a strong case for that, too. It, it was a very dominant team. As, that team was nuts. Yeah, they didn't really have any weaknesses either. It was pretty solid, bro. It was, a, it was only a couple lucky plays that, yeah, anyways. Lucky plays and, and honestly, a really good game plan, bro. We just yeah. can't beat that D-line. Fucking y'all kryptonite. Eli Manning, Eli. You know what? You ain't lying, my boy. <laughs> Oh, he 2-0 against Brady in the Super Bowl. He got that. His brother can't say that. They say he the better man. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, hey, listen, he's got a strong case. I will never say that Eli is the better Manning. He might be better than Archie. <laughs> fuck? Hey, they got the young bull that's coming up. He nice. Yeah, I was going to say, what's his name? Um, Something with him like Jab. It probably ain't no jab. No, I think because isn't it their 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 brother's son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. His name is Arch Manning. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they named him after Archie. Yeah, he's like the number five overall prospect, number one ranked pro style quarterback. Arch. Well, we know he's going to be first round. <laughs> Early. <laughs> we can call oh. that from now. <laughs> ain't, only no he, way. Only he can. ain't no way his uncle's gonna let him fail. 
Only only he he's in in the draft. Only he can mess himself up in that regard, my boy. No, that's facts. Yeah. Only he can mess that up, you feel me? But yeah. um yeah, so we got a lot to catch up on, man. First and foremost, let's let's talk about the word wrestling and, and what we got going on. Well, it's uh Super Bowl weekend for the wrestling world. Uh <sighs> WrestleMania is upon us. Uh two night WrestleMania. This will be the first time with them doing a two night WrestleMania in front of a live crowd. Uh, as we know, last year was the first time they kind of split it up into two nights, and but there was obviously no crowd then because of COVID. Um, so they're gonna we're gonna see how that works out for them this year and uh, see where they go. But I got the two cards laid out and um, six matches on each night. Should be. So wait before 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 be you continue before you continue. Random yeah. question. Um, does that mean that uh? So the people that pay for the tickets, did they pay tickets for both nights or did they pay tickets for one night? So for another night, they gave you an option. You can buy the combo ticket for both nights or you can buy it for an individual night. All right. And I'm guessing the uh, the two nights is what costs the stimmy, right? Or is one night the stimmy? No, no, it's probably the two nights, but it's probably okay. a cheaper package than it would be like for two individual night tickets right the combine right 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 right, right, right. um but yeah so should be good i think there's gonna be like thirty thousand people there i believe really yeah that's a decent number that's a basketball arena right though right so it's we're 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 getting back there so uh we'll, we'll see how it goes but um we'll start things off with night one we'll get our picks uh up first because this is a match that shouldn't even be happening uh, Steel Cage. Oh, I, I gotta say, this is one of the worst built to WrestleManias I've seen in quite some time, and it's very disappointing. Especially considering that you guys haven't been in front of a live crowd for a whole year, you would think you would put your all into your first show back in front of people. Um, and like a couple of these stories do have good builds, but a lot of them, eh, eh. like some of these who just started two weeks ago. Wait, what? Yeah. That's lit, boy. That's like what it is in video games. Yeah. So, uh... You gotta your car, bit, dog. Right. Hey, so, maybe, maybe they're using... Because what is it called? WWE Universe or something? WWE? What is it on WWE 2K? Oh, that, yeah. WWE Universe. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, that's probably what they do. They probably, like, do that in the game, and then they say, bump it, let's do it in real life. Bro, y'all ever do that shit? And then, like, you fast forward time, <laughs> and like the trashest people are champions, and you're like, "What? Yes. What? Yes. Why yes, the fuck is Tyler these random people? Like, one half of a tag team is the WWE champion. Like, why? And Tino Morello was champion. Bro, was tight. Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. First and foremost, not only not only is that crazy. Right, I would understand if they were like champions, but they was like still like somewhat close to their original rating. Mm-hmm. But they'd be like nineties, bro. Like yeah, they be doing some dumb shit. Legit, like get better, bro. You're like, wait, what? Not they be getting better. Like they be getting <laughs> legit better. Like they don't get better in real life, bitch. Like Santino Morello is the same Santino Morello for the last like fifteen years, bitch. Right, Jahinder Mahal has no upgrade. You feel me? Like them just got no uh what's what's that thing called? Uh superstar personality trait. <laughs> Boy got a big big out of normal deviation trait. <laughs> brown, 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 bad having ass niggas. 
Just a regular hell, just a regular head ass development rate, man. And these just is. All right, let's get these picture boys. So for night Jim one, champion at forty three. Shut up. We got the uh, <laughs> we got a steel cage match between Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. What? You know Shane's got to get his spot in. So that is really aggravating. Some shit. Yeah, that's really really annoying, bro. So yep, uh, I'm still gonna give Braun Strowman the win because Shane has no business being in this match, bro, let alone bro. winning. So I'm going Braun. They better not try Braun Strowman like that. They probably will, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. What you doing, Zales? What you think? I'm going Braun. We don't even got to ask. But uh, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Uh, I'm going to go Rollins here. I mean, is Rollins. Is- I'm going to go Cesaro, man. Fuck that. Give him a doctor's moment. What happened with what happened with Seth Rollins anyway? Like, why is he not back in like any kind of championship picture? Is he just chilling? Or is he? Well, he just he just came back like um um at the Royal Rumble. Like he just recently came back like two months ago. Um, okay. Because he because you know Becky was pregnant, she had the baby and stuff like that, so he was home with her. Um, oh, facts. That's right. Yeah, That's right. yeah. That's so right. he That's just true. came back really, and like. He's kind of just right now. There, he, there was no spot for him basically when he came back because they had storylines working with everybody else. So they didn't want to put him in a championship match when like they had been building to other shit. That's so, true. Yeah, um, Dylan, what you doing for that match? Seth, I lied. Yeah, I'm doing Seth. Okay. Um, El okay. Next, I'm glad they made this a tag team match. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to Bad Bunny and D Priest. D Priest will yeah. whip the shit out of, out of them boys by yeah. himself. Right, and then Bad Bunny will do like a splash off the top. It'll be over. Watch it be a moonsault. That would be nuts. That'd be sick. That would be sick. And then pick up the mic and start doing one of his songs. Hey, baby, how can I prove it? Yeah, he be snapping, bro. I don't know what he'd be saying, but that flow is out there, though. <laughs> I don't know what he'd be saying. I'd be like, I bet you he is spazzing right now. Right. Um, all right, so, okay, we all went Bad Money, Damian Priest. The Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods New versus Day. AJ Styles and Almost. Hey, almost? The fuck is it almost? Almost. O M O S. O M O S. Almost. This for the tag. This is for what is for? This is the raw. The raw tag titles. AJ almost about to get that, boy. Huh? AJ almost about to take that off them boys. They might really. I'm a. I'm a stick with New Day, but I feel you. I'm sticking with New Day also. Um, for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley defending his title against Drew McIntyre. Um, I have mixed feelings about this match. One, I didn't want this match because we've already seen this match. Um, but if this is if this is what it is, then so be it. I'm nervous about what the outcome is going to be because I can very easily see that WWE just took the title off of Drew 
so that way he can win it back at WrestleMania in front of people. I could see them doing that. I hope that's not the case. And I'm going to pick Bobby Lashley, but I'm nervous that they're just going to crown Drew once again. It's going to be Bobby. It's Bobby Lashley, my boy. It's the Bobby Lashley for me. And then what is hopefully the main event for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks defending her title against Bianca Belair. Bianca, it's got to be her moment. Yeah, Big B's. I'm for the moment. Bianca Belair. All right. And then night two of WrestleMania, (laughs) we got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This feud just started a couple weeks ago, but I know this match is going to be incredible. They're best friends in real life. They traveled on the Indies together. They've probably wrestled each other thousands of times at this point. This is going to be a very good wrestling match. So I don't care about the feud in this instance. I'm going to go Kevin Owens win. So. I ain't going to lie to you. If this match ain't fine, be mad at you, boy. Oh, and Logan Paul is going to be in Sami Zayn's quarter as well. Um... I'm going to go Kevin Owens. KO. Uh, for the United States title, Riddle is defending his title against Sheamus. Um, oh, hell no. Matt Riddle. Sir, it is no longer Matt Riddle. It's just Riddle. Matthew Riddle. <laughs> Riddle me this, my boy. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sheamus. Fuck it. Riddle me this, my boy. All right. Now it's going to riddle. Uh, for the Intercontinental title, Big E is defending his title against Apollo Crews. I'm proud of Apollo Crews, man. Shout out to Frat. I'm glad, like, they changed his character up. Uh, he's a heel. And, like, now he's got, a like, his own slot at WrestleMania instead of just being regulated to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Like, he's actually in a one-on-one feud for a championship. So, shout out to him. I do think well, he loses here. My big Edo. Yeah, big E about to win. But shout out to Frat. Um, I'm going to go with E. Because now, I don't know if y'all been seeing what he's been doing on SmackDown, but he's he's embraced his Nigerian heritage. So, now he comes out with, like, a Nigerian, uh, 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 what, what is the things that drape over your shoulders? Don't know. Um, not the dashiki. Um, I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh! It's not like the things you wear for graduation, but kind of like the things you wear for graduation. Like <laughs> you know a, the kente, the kente cloth. Yeah. So like, it's like a Nigerian flag, one of those. And um, he comes out with a spirit and he's using like a fake African accent and stuff. Like he's really like super healing it up, like saying that he's doing everything for his ancestors now and stuff. That's lit. Yeah, and like Big E's been like pointing out the fact that yo, like you didn't have an accent before, bro. So they're, they're doing the reverse Kofi Kingston, basically. Like how Kofi started as a Jamaican and kind of randomly just dropped the accent. They're doing the opposite for for Paula Cruz, but it's been working for his character. So um, that's lit. Yeah, but Big E about to win. Um, up next we have the Fiend versus Randy Orton. Now they haven't said that this is a Firefly Funhouse match, so we, we might actually be getting a regular match. I don't know if maybe they're scared to do a cinematic cra- uh, match with a crowd there because what's the crowd doing during that time? I think the crowd would just be sitting in their seats watching. I don't think it would be an issue at all, but 
I think you know, that it would be lit. I can see why Vince would be nervous to try that because, you know, he's scared to try anything. Um, so I don't want to do that with a match. Right. So, Whose idea was that? You're a so We might be getting a regular wrestling match here, but either way, I see The Fiend winning this. The Fiend. Fiendo. The Fiend I got has beaten some fire wrestlers, y'all boys. Mm-hmm. So what? The Fiend has beaten some fire wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing everything Bray couldn't do. Like as far from a character yeah. perspective. Just, he beat John Cena. He beat John Cena. He's about to beat Randy Orton. He's beating Finn Balor. He's beating uh, Daniel Bryan. He's beating uh, uh, Seth Rollins. He's beating all the Goldberg. Um, even though Goldberg beat him for the title, but he got that bit back. He didn't beat what happens if what happens if this ends up being like a uh like a precursor for uh Bray versus Fiend beef? Holy shit. If I get a Bray versus Fiend cinematic match, I'm all in. I am that would be lit. All, I am a hundred percent all in on that fight. <laughs> that would be lit, bro, because at the end of the day you can sit there and be like Holy it, it wouldn't shit. even have to be him talking. It could be um Alexa Bliss and be like now you can thank the fiend for doing all the things you could never do, right? Oh man, Ooh, that would be lit! Hey, put me on creative, fam. Facts. Um, okay, so moving on, we got the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar defending her title against Rhea Ripley. Oscar's um, had the title pretty much this entire year. Hasn't been any real feuds. They've kind of just been holding on to it because I don't think they were expecting to lose Becky Lynch. Um, and yeah, they just haven't really given Oscar anything to do. So I think Rhea Ripley wins it here. Fresh face, kind of start things in a different path. So I'm going Rhea Ripley. Um, I'm gonna say the winner is me because I get to finally see a good wrestling match involving Oscar. It's been too long. Um, yeah. but right. I, I, I think Rhea Ripley's gonna win. Also, I think they've been wanting to find somebody new, and she's been stepping up to the plate. She's She's a good wrestler. She's decent on the mic. She's got a good following on social media, so she'll do well. Gosh. Like, she could go on a morning show and people know who the hell she is. Tyler? Ripley. And then, undoubtedly, what's going to be the the main event? Universal title on the line. Triple threat match. Roman Reigns defending his title against Edge and Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns. I I agree. Roman Reigns. I hope I hope it's Roman Reigns, man. I really do. I think it will be. Roman Reigns. Or if Roman doesn't or if Roman loses this match, he, I hope he's not involved in the decision. Like whether it's Edge pinning Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan pinning Edge. Like that way he doesn't lose any of this, you know like prestige like he's kind of built up right now as the head of the table, the tribal chief and all this kind of shit. He can kind of call it a screwy way to lose his title type shit. So I just hope if he loses that he's not the one pinned or submitted. And that's it. That's WrestleMania. That's lit boy. Hey, that was a really good job by you, bro. I does what I can for the streets. Yeah, but that was, that was efficient as fuck. So what we talk about next NFL life? We can do it. We can talk about it. 
All right, so what are we gonna what are we gonna discuss first? We're gonna talk um, about life, or are we gonna talk about something else that might be? We can talk about how uh, Sam Darnold <laughs> is no longer with the New York Jets. He's now with the Carolina yes. Panthers. Yes, um, um, good pickup by them, I think. Yeah, and I, they didn't get much for him, the Jets. But I mean, everybody knew you were gonna get rid of him. You're sitting there at the number two pick. It's Otherwise, you would have traded back. If you had your quarterback, you would have traded back. And once we saw that um, – who was that team that traded up into the top four or five? Uh, 49ers. 49ers, yeah. When the 49, if the 49ers didn't trade up to two, that's because they knew you were locked in at two because you wanted a quarterback. So at that point, you're not going to get as much potentially for Sam Darnold. But, hey, you got three picks out of it, and Sam's in a new place. It looks like he's about to be the guy there. Uh, don't know what that means for Teddy Bridgewater, whether he's going to restructure his contract, take less money um, and be a backup. I know the team has given him permission to kind of put feelers out for trade options. So at least they're, you know, being cool with that. So we'll we'll see what Unless, happens with Teddy. <laughs> only team that Teddy could really go to and start would be the Denver Broncos. They got a major gap there. And I think the director of player personnel or the GM used to be with the <clears throat> Minnesota Vikings when Teddy was there. Uh, outside of that, anywhere else that he could possibly go to, he would be a backup. Um, he could always go back to New Orleans. Uh, he could always go to a team that's drafting a rookie, and he can kind of just be there to guide. But, I mean, honestly, for what it's worth, Teddy Bridgewater is good, but he is, especially now, a little bit more suited for, for that backup role. Um, you, you think he's probably – do you think he's somewhere between 15 and 20? As far as rankings? Yeah, like out of the 32 potential starting quarterbacks, you would probably put him at like 15 to 20 range. I would or... put him closer to 20 than 15. Okay. If he was, he'd be 19, 20. Um, the thing about Teddy and the reason why they picked up Sam, I mean, first and foremost, that was probably the best that they could do. I think they were sitting around to wait and see what was going to happen with the whole Deshaun Watson deal, which okay. by the way, we've been paying attention to. We're just not going to discuss right now because we're waiting for all the details to come out. Um he lost his sponsor. He lost a sponsorship, and I think his main one is on hold. So I think the writing is kind of on the wall as far as this might be a longer process than we thought. Right. So, <clears throat> I think Carolina is no longer pursuing. They were no longer going to pursue Watson because they were one of the few teams consistently calling about Watson. Mm-hmm. By that situation, they're like, all right, cool, we're going to get Sam. Now, the thing, the difference between Donald and Bridgewater is Donald is younger, Donald is a bit more athletic. Donald has a stronger arm, and he's proven that he has no problem with letting it go down the field. Right. Um, and it's been said um, through Carolina media outlets that Matt Rule ha- and and I, uh, and Brady, I forget what his first name is, but I know their offensive coordinator's first name is Brady. Um, he got upset sometimes because they drew up plays for Bridgewater to, to crank that thing, and he's going intermediate or check down. More conservative about it, yeah. Yeah, and, and when they're in the end, when they're in the red zone, they want to see him fit it through a window, and he's taking a check down for the field goal, and they're like, "We really would have been okay with you throwing a pick here because they would have made you trying to go for a touchdown." I so, mean, th- this could that could be a career resurgence for Sam Darnold. You know, sometimes it takes that change of scenery, and maybe that that coach who knows how to coach you, right? You know, let's not forget he's been under Adam Gase this whole time. And, and look, look what happened yeah. with Tannehill. Tannehill cleared it from Miami and took the fuck off in Tennessee. So exactly. this, could, this could be a simple situation as a change of scenery. Exactly. A exactly. coach who knows what to do with him and 
this could be a, we're, this could be a completely different Sam Darnold next year. I, I agree 125. percent And and furthermore, what this does is it takes care of a need that the Panthers had. So now the Panthers can address O line or their their defensive back situation because they got a huge gap in the in the corner department. So they could go for Patrick Sertain if they want to go first round corner, or they could go Panay Sewell if he's still available um, for offensive line. So they really could go best player left, right position. So I, I think it was a good move for Carolina. I think it's a better move for Sam Darnold because he he gets to this is his chance now. You know, and, what I mean, he's weapons over there, and he's got Robbie Anderson who he's already got chemistry with. And it'll help too that like he's not a big city guy, so going to a much smaller market could benefit too. For him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. We'll see we'll see what happens in that regard. But yeah, man, definitely. Um so I, I kind of wanted to, to get your guys' input mm-hmm. um on a particular situation. So um quarterbacks in the in the NFL. Yes. Um So, do you guys think, uh, and, and I'm going to ask you too, because I really want to hear your standpoint before I really go in on, on what I, I want to address here. Do you think that the gap between Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance is close enough to where either one of them can be picked ahead of the other? Like Trey yes. Lance? Both of them, Justin Fields can be ahead. Both of them, Mac can be ahead. Both of them. Uh, if you want me to be, if you want me to be completely honest with you, I think you could even throw Trevor Lawrence in that conversation. Okay, and why is that? Um, I feel like the 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 qualities that some have and that others lack kind of offset in certain ways. Um, and I forgot about Zach Wilson too. We got to throw him in. Oh there. yeah, Zach Wilson, especially Zach Wilson. Yeah, you definitely need to throw him in there. Um, because I feel like, you know, it also w- whether a quarterback like Mac Jones, for instance, you know, I know he was only what a one year starter. Yeah. But let's keep in mind where that one year was. That's Alabama. That's the most pro ready team in college football. So if there is any one year program that can get you prepared, it's Alabama. So mm-hmm. like, whereas somebody who was a four year starter at North Dakota state, you yeah. know, like it, it could be preparation could be completely different as far as preparedness. Right. I mean, for for NFL, so there's so many different factors that could put one person ahead of another, and 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 honestly, depends on the team and what the team looks mm-hmm. for in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like Bill mm-hmm. Belichick, I guarantee is not looking for what uh, somebody like, let's say, uh, maybe Shanahan is is looking for. Correct, right? So sure. I think all of those things could put one quarterback ahead of another. It's like one of those beauty in the eye of the beholder situations. In my That's opinion. a feel. Okay. Okay. So what, so what you, what you got for me, Dylan, what you thinking? Tell me what's on your mind. Justin over all them niggas. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? did you hear, since you said that about Justin Fields, hold on real quick. Sorry. Um, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show and Mark Sanchez was on there and he was talking about how, the these college the college quarterbacks they do this this recall test I guess where they're showing yeah. a bunch of different pictures images things like that and then afterwards they have to kind of recall what they've seen and right. I guess if you as long as you get over a hundred you're considered good um, so like Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> got like a one oh eight right 
Mm-hmm. So that's considered really good. Justin Fields got a 132. Ah! Mm-hmm. So, so his ability so to so his ability to learn a playbook would be it uh, like his ability to learn a difficult playbook would be as hard for him as it is for somebody to learn a regular playbook, basically. Let's go. So so listen, let me let me let me break this down for you guys real quick. I have I have I had time. Um because we, we it's been a while. We had we had a little layoff. And I I've been on this journey where I've been walking at least like a mile and a half to two miles every day. I've been doing this for about a month now. And I listen to a plethora of different sports podcasts and it gives me an opportunity to take notes. Um I share these notes with you guys. Um and sometimes I hope like dang I hope they didn't because I, I really want to impress you guys with, with my feelings and, and what I have and what I've discovered. So I tend to be long-winded, but I'm really long-winded because I want to impress you guys more than anything. But here's my thing. If I was a betting man, not saying that he will, but if I was a betting man, Shanahan is going to go Mac Jones. He can go Mac Jones. I'm going to tell, I'm I'm, I'm tell you why. Let's talk about let's talk about history for a second. First and foremost, remember that when Shanahan first started as an offensive coordinator, this was in Washington Redskins with his dad, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that was when they had the RG3 and Kirk Cousins deal. And remember, RG3 was rookie of the year and this sensation. And he was doing what he needed to do, but that was primarily because they took his offense from college and brought it to the pros. That read option and giving him two or three little, giving him like a deep threat and then two intermediate options to kind of throw to, which which honestly, that was the precursor to the NFL we see now where a lot of college guys are coming in and they're kind of molding the offense around what they can do, what they've been doing for the last two or three years. I think he learned. Or he's been he's been scarred a little bit by RG three because remember RG three hurt and he goes to Kirk Cousins and he always wanted Kirk Cousins which is why they drafted Kirk because remember when they got RG three then they turned around and got Kirk Cousins two rounds later everybody was like uh, what that was because of of Mike Shanahan now here's the thing let's talk about quarterbacks that he's been successful with you have Matt Schaub who was effective Kirk Cousins he made a Pro Bowler he made Matt Ryan an MVP. And literally one quarter away from being a Super Bowl winning quarterback who had an MVP in the same season. Um, however, let's talk about some of the negatives. Mike Shanahan has, as a head coach, won six games, won more than six games once since he's been head coach. He has a losing record to McVay. He's overall 26 for 35, and as a coach or coordinator, he has seen his offense lose a lead in two Super Bowls. So this is kind of his defining moment right now. Like this is this is make or break time for him. And, and I think he's I think he's gonna go for Mac Jones. Now, here's my thing. I disagree with that. I do think he needs to get Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence is coming in with the hype, but I think Justin Fields is the best quarterback in that draft. I think Justin Fields is suffering from a couple of things. I don't want to take it there, but I will. He's a black quarterback. And that's that's fucked up. Excuse my language. The way that the words that they're using. They use particular buzzwords 
with with black quarterbacks, right? Like, is he going to be able to read the offense? Is he going to be able to, I mean, read the defense? Is he going to be able to make plays on the line of scrimmage? Whatever. It's always some mental things. It's never really the physical stuff, right? I have not heard any comparison for other quarterbacks for Justin Fields. But you know who I can compare Justin Fields to? Josh Allen. He's big with a strong arm and can run. But we haven't given no Josh Allen references whatsoever. Justin Fields got to do all these things, and he's still not mentioned. All Josh Allen had to do was throw. One time. That's all he had to do was throw, and all of a sudden he was this lottery, this lottery pick. Beyond that, I think that Justin Fields is kind of suffering from the quarterback that came before him. Dwayne Haskins was the guy. Dwayne Haskins came to the league and he fucked up. He's from Ohio State, and we know Ohio State's been a mess for the last couple of years. So why Justin Fields wouldn't be a mess? I just want to also note that I think Justin Fields is going to show a little bit of uh, versatility and perseverance. Because remember, um, freaking Justin Fields was in Georgia. He was in Georgia. And they chose a whole different quarterback instead of Justin Fields. Yeah, they stupid. They let Justin Fields go. I'm trying to remember what the name of that quarterback was, man. What was his freaking name, dude? Jake fucking Fromm, dude. Yeah, bro. Fromm. Goofy ass. Fromm. <laughs> they picked Jake Fromm and let Justin Fields go. There's, that's that's net. That's not. Goofy. I think what makes a quarterback special more than anything is his ability to make something happen when the play breaks down. And there's no league where the play breaks down more than the NFL. I got to ask y'all, <clears throat> between Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, Lance, and Jones, which quarterback do you think is better equipped to make a play when the play breaks down? Justin it's Justin Fields. It's not, yeah. I, I don't even think it's close. I think Trevor Lawrence can make moves here and there. Trey Lance is athletic. Wilson is athletic too, but they're not Justin Fields. Exactly why I said you could even throw Trevor Lawrence in that conversation with anybody could be swapped for anybody depending on what you're looking for. Exactly. Now, yeah. here's another thing. We're talking about Mac Jones versus Justin Fields. I got to ask this question, and I really want to hear you two answer it. If Nick Saban had a choice between Mac Jones and Justin Fields, who do you think he'd take? Nick Saban, the guy he has yeah. right now, ain't he? Don't he got Mac Jones? So you think Nick Saban would take Mac Jones over Justin Fields? I think Nick Saban would take Justin Fields. I don't know enough about college football to know what the coaches prefer, so I can't really. I think he would. I think he would go for Justin Fields. He tried to recruit Justin Fields. He just went to Georgia. <laughs> so there's that. Now I just want to leave one final point. Just one final point. If the 49ers are healthy, their offense will consist of Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Kyle Jissick, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. And can you imagine that offense with Justin Fields? Yeah, that'd be straight. Yeah. Now, now understand, Mike Jones probably stepping and doing a really good job. I ain't going to lie to you. I just think that feels a better pick. I just, I just personally what I think. I just, it's just personally what I think. I just, I don't know. Because he is. 
Because he is. The only reason Matt Jones is going that far is because he goes, he comes from Bama. And furthermore, I'm happy that you said the Bama thing. Buddha, I feel you. Alabama's the most pro-ready team in the NCAA. But I think that helps every position but quarterback. I do. Because I feel like your offense is too good. You got to you got NFL starting wide receivers and NFL starting running back. You got to just put the ball out there. Just pitch and catch. And here's why I say this. Let's look at the division winning quarterbacks in the NFL this season. We've talked about this. But I oh, really, yeah, yeah, the smaller schools tend come to. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First Wyoming, sure. Miami of Ohio, Texas mm-hmm. A. And he'll play wide receiver. I just want to put that out there. Texas Tech. Utah and Old Dominion, that's watching the Redskins. California, mm-hmm. which is the Packers. And, and honestly, for what it's worth, Aaron Rodgers came from Juco. Right. Juco. And then you got Purdue and North Carolina State. Well, Wisconsin by way of North Carolina State. I ain't named one big name school yet. And I understand people are like, well, Ohio State is a big name school. I wouldn't put Ohio State up there with Alabama. Not like that. Not like that. Are they close? Sure. But, you know, I don't know. I just feel like Justin Fields, people sleep on Justin Fields, man. And I usually don't hang my hat on, on any rookie quarterback or quarterback before he gets a, a snap in the league. <sighs> Justin well, Fields, that I would create on that. Well, there's, there's a very real possibility <laughs> that the first five picks of the draft could be quarterbacks. There could be a yeah. run. Of the first five picks for quarterbacks. Because after this class, I think they said like next year, there's like no quarterbacks next year. No, well, there are, it's just, it's not, the talent isn't as deep. Right. It's just not. And, so. and two, I think a lot of times NFL teams have like a, uh, they tend to have a little uh, amnesia when it comes to these athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Wilson is from BYU, but <clears throat> I don't. I, I got. He's going. I don't, think, I don't think they've played anybody big, or they played any big schools. But the Trey Lance thing raises a red flag for me because Trey Lance played one season, and I think a couple of games before that. I think he's played eighteen total games. Right, they're sucking his dick mighty hard. There's a quarterback who was just like that a couple years ago, and we see where he at now. And that quarterback is Mitch Trubisky. Trash biscuit. Mitchell Trubisky, and he is now a backup for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, you dumbass. I just want to just draw, you know, create an area real quick and kind of see what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I uh, well, really be the number three pick out here in these streets. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I'm just looking at the first. <laughs> so it's guaranteed the first three picks already are going quarterback. The Jaguars, yeah. the Jets, 49ers. And then number the fourth pick right now is the Falcons, and they've said they said yesterday that they're open to trading down. Um, so they're going to stick with Matt Ryan. So that means someone else is going to take that spot, presumably that needs a quarterback. And then the fifth is going to be the Bengals, and I could definitely see them trading back, mm-hmm. especially if it's only a couple slots, like. Why yeah, because I think they either want a lineman or they want to go for um, Jamar Chase. Yeah, so there's 
there's a real possibility there. But it's going to be interesting to find out. It's just a couple weeks away, <laughs> really. Yep. Yep, indeed it is. Indeed it is. So, yeah, man. I mean, that I, I just really wanted to take off on that for the NFL, man. That was, that was it for me. I don't know if there's anything else left. If there's any sweet mentionables in the world of the NFL. Hmm. Um, well, I don't know if we ever mentioned we got we officially got a 17-game season next year. It's official. Oh, no, we did not. We did not. What do y'all think about that? Y'all happy? Yeah. Um, well, that, fuck that preseason game. Yes. I'm, I'm happy this year because it looks like it's not going to interfere with my uh, wedding. But next year, I think, because I think next year they'll probably add a second bye week, which will push it back another weekend. Because right now the Super Bowl is going to be a week before my wedding. Y'all yeah, boys. <laughs> That's lit. So what, are you going to have a problem with it next year? No, I'm saying that next year is not going to be an issue because well, the Super Bowl will technically be next year. But this upcoming Super Bowl, yeah. That. I feel as though that nobody should complain because they're still playing 20 games, right? Because it's three preseason weeks now. Yeah. Uh, they've always done 20 games. That that has never changed. Even in the 70s when they used to have 14-game seasons, they had six yeah. weeks. It's the one by that's going to be the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially, gotta- if you're, especially if you're a team that gets a like a week four or a week five by. you stuck, That's boy. tough. That is a tough stretch. Yeah, you're gonna have to lose some games on purpose. Yeah. No, so you're, you're gonna have to you're, down. you're gonna start seeing the NFL load manage. Got to. Got to. That's or else you, you're gonna burn out before the playoffs even start. Right. Yeah, so they, they definitely gonna are gonna need to add a second bye week. But sure. hopefully that doesn't happen this year. Hopefully that happens next year. Uh, hope, I, sure. hope I didn't hope I didn't jinx myself. It's fucking second by a week. Damn. Wow, that's really how you feel. So mm. is there uh so you know, Dylan, I found something out about our Patriots. And that might uh bother you a little bit. What? Uh, how do you feel about Nikhil Harry? He trash. So apparently, apparently, um, there was a bunch of people in the Patriots organization that didn't have Nikhil Harry in their in their board. And they told Belichick, like, hey, I don't think this guy's going to pan out. And he didn't listen to anybody. I'm sure he didn't because you didn't go get well, – I don't doubt that at all. He passed on A.J. Brown and somebody else. I can't remember who it was. D.K. Metcalf. That shit is crazy to me, boy. Good. That is ah. crazy, bro. <laughs> Idiot, bro. Wow. Wow. Kill Harry. That's where did DK go to school? Bill Belichick, you are the worst general. DK went to Ole Miss, I think. So wait, DK and AJ Brown was on the same college team? Yeah. Yes, bro. Fuck. And Ole Miss was trash like that? Yes, bro, because they had Bo Diddley. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? AJ on the same team, bitch. That's why they had that picture next to each other all swole as fuck. Swole as a bitch. That makes sense. For, for no reason. Ole Miss always had receivers, though. 
That's true. That's probably why they're so big. They in Mississippi. Ain't shit to do in Mississippi. Right, big, just live weights and shit. And cows. And Mississippi, and Mississippi be cheating and paying all them boys. Man, hey, hey, boys. Hey, hey, if you gotta spend it, baby, you feel me? You feel me? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't never had a problem with it. Do your thing. Do your thing, hot dog. Do your thing. <laughs> then next, then um, who who's who's head coach at Ole Miss now? Oh, uh, it ain't Hugh Freeze no more, huh? Hugh Freeze is at Liberty doing the damn. Wait, time. where did wait where the lane go? Wasn't that lane? That's lane. Yeah, the lane train yeah. over there. The lane train, the lane train sliding over there. I heard. That boy vibing over there. You decent too. I heard FAU's real decent. I can't wait till we bring back that FAU minute. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what they got going on too. No cap. Boo, did you save the? Did you save the the horn? Of course, I I got it tucked away. I'll have to uh, brush the dust off it. <laughs> Shout out to you. Or was it with the what, like a bugle? Was it, yes. Is that what it's is called? It, yes, sir. <laughs> nah, um, freaking yeah, though. So I, I just, I just wanted to share that. I was reading it and it was like Nikhil Harry. I remember I thought he was gonna be straight when I watched his footage on uh, watch his highlights, but sheesh. man, didn't make no sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Couple of miscellaneous. Oh news. no, they didn't have Bo down. They had Chad Kelly, goofy ass. Oh yeah, last chance you did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, do you guys remember a wide receiver by the name of Travis Rudolph? Yes, uh, Florida State, Palm Beach. Yeah, Florida State. He got arrested for murder. Oh, bitch. Yeah. Bro, these niggas be tripping. Bro. Straight out of Florida. He comes from TMZ. Um, Ex-NFL wide receiver Travis Rudolph has been arrested for murder after officials say the 25-year-old opened fire on a group of people in Florida, fatally striking one man. TMZ confirmed cops responded to a shooting in West Palm Beach shortly after midnight on Wednesday. And once they arrived, officers found a deceased male victim who had been shot. Cops say another man had also been struck by gunfire and was rushed to a nearby hospital before their arrival, although although his current situation is unknown. Sure. Shit, though. Yeah. Um, another miscellaneous news story for you guys. Um, Kellen Mond actually had a really good pro day. Pro days don't really matter, but shout out to him. Because pro days, they're not supposed to matter, but they do. How was your pro day? It doesn't matter how your pro day was. <laughs> I was lit. Um, so... Alvin Kamara has, you know, he has a $75 million contract, but apparently he still hasn't spent any of his NFL money. That a boy. That's uh, good shit. He's still ready to go back to his days of surviving off a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter if he needs to. The 25-year-old is conscious of living well within his means, he says in a recent interview for Uninterrupted's Needing Dough series. I've always known the value of a dollar, the Georgia native says. It's a lesson he learned from his mother, who taught him the importance of hard work. As a kid, I saw my mom work multiple jobs only to be able to afford the bare essentials. That appreciation for financial security has led him to be a savvy spender since his first days as an NFL player when he received his signing bonus and only treated himself to a chicken wing dinner. I'm like, okay, this is more than I ever had. My mom ain't never had this much, Kamara tells uninterrupted. 
it would be a shame if I got this and lost it. I'm going to keep doing the same thing I've been doing, spending on what I need, and that's it. I'm not about to go over the top. I'm not going to live beyond my means. Kamara says that after four seasons in the NFL, he has had to spend any of his football money from either his rookie contract or his massive extension with the new with the Saints. Instead, he lives off his money that he earns doing endorsements. But Kamara is picky about what he lends his likeness to, partnering only with companies where he sees a future working together. I want to be a partner. I want it to be a real relationship where it's not just a one-off thing, Kamara says. All the brands that I work with, I can call directly and talk to a CEO or somebody high up and have a regular conversation with them. It's almost like a family. Working together, but we also care for each other. Kamara also says that he is in control of all of his money. Nothing gets moved around without his approval. I keep it close like that because of because of the loaf of bread and peanut butter. I had to do it before, and I'll do it again if I have to, he says. But there's no reason I should have to do that again. Yo, I love that. Thank you for sharing that, bro. That, that's great. I'm sure he probably had bro. a conversation with Gronk and Marshawn Lynch, a couple of those other players that have done that. Like, yep. eat off yep. of your endorsements. Absolutely. Eat off yep. of your endorsements. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, I we I, like I said, we have some time, so you got I got to share these articles with you. I got to get them out of the way. Um, last one for 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 article for article corner. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers QB Tom Brady realized another way to achieve NFL success. For twenty years, Tom Brady knew only one way, the Patriot way, but it took just one additional season to realize it wasn't the only way to achieve success. When you're in one place for 20 years, you think that's the only way, Brady told ABC Good, ABC's Good, Amer- Good Morning America in an interview that aired Wednesday. And I think when you go to a different place, you realize, wow, there's another way that people do things. He later added, I was the new guy for the first time, you know, and that was really a different experience. Those new experiences resulted in a familiar outcome as Brady won another Super Bowl championship, his seventh overall, in his first season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He signed with the Bucs as a free agent last offseason, leaving behind the legacy he built with the Patriots. I think that's the great part about football, Brady told the Morning America. It's not really about what you did last year. It's kind of, what are you going to do this year? So for me, it was what I was going to do for the Bucs last year. I still feel that way. That's a big part of what I understood last year. Things are going to be different. I try to work within what's currently happening, but still try to do the best I could do. All of it was really, really amazing, obviously with the way the season ended. So it was a great year. It was also the first season that he played for a head coach other than Bill Belichick. Bruce Arians is a great motivator, Brady said of the Bucks coach. He's got a great feel for the team, a great pulse of what's going on in the locker room, great intuition, and he's a great evaluator of talent. At age 43, Brady relied on motivation to keep his competitive fire stoked and route to winning his fifth Super Bowl MVP award. I was always kind of motivated by people that say, you can't do it, Brady said. You know, you're not good enough. You're not fast enough, not big enough, not good enough arm. I've had a body of work over a period of time and quickly forget that body work is not finished. Brady is tied to the Bucks through 2022 after agreeing to an extension this offseason that saved $19 million against the salary cap. And with that money, the Bucks kept the band together with all 22 starters on offense and defense returning to the team to defend their title. I'm going to just stop right there. This is what's hurting a lot of these teams is these cap, these cap eating that quarterbacks. Then tell the niggas. Aaron Rodgers and motherfucking Russell Wilson. Then tell the niggas, stop paying Bro, man. No, don't go against the cap. But Brooks brought everybody back. That's bars. Niggas don't listen to me, man. Hey, said, you got to go hey, against the niggas. cap. The Bucks brought Bro, everybody back. Spe- speaking of Aaron Rodgers, shout out to Aaron Rodgers hosting uh, Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He was a guest host of Jeopardy because of Jeopardy, they've been having uh, different celebrity and uh, – 
figures like guest hosts since Alex Trebek died until they get like their new permanent host and stuff. What so, did you go ahead and call? And and, and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has always been a huge fan of Jeopardy. He won, like he demolished. He was on Celebrity Jeopardy like years ago, and he he won and like just murdered everybody. But then you uh, go ahead and call Steve Harvey. Right. Oh, I think there's like been a petition of uh, to have the guy. I forget his name. The guy who was who did Reading, Reading Rainbow. LeVar Burton? Yes, him. There's like a petition. A lot of people want him to be the host. That would be lit. Yeah. Lit with Jeopardy, for sure. If it can't be him, it's got to be that dude that talks about like stars and constellations all the time. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yes, bro. That would be lit. He would snap. I see that. Hell yeah. So yeah, man. Um... That about it for the NFL. I don't know if there's anything left we could transition to the NBA on y'all stupid ass. Do it. All right. So, you know, with LeBron being hurt and a whole bunch of stuff going on, Durant back in action, Kyrie back in action, Harden back in action, and they are currently beating the Pelicans 120-82. to 82. I thought Harden was out. Well, yeah, Harden is, Harden is missing this game, but I'm saying he's back oh. in action. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, y'all. Bus. Um, let's talk about the standings real quick, because the standings are very, very different from the two weeks ago when you talked about it. Mm-hmm. Start with the East. Um, we'll go from 10 to 1, and then I'll finish out the, the bottom five later. Um, so for the playing game at number 10, you've got Chicago. Um, the Bulls are 21 and 28. Um, at number nine, you got the Indiana Pacers, 22 and 27. At number eight, you got the Boston Celtics at 25 and 26. Um, at number seven, you got the New York Knicks tied with the Boston Celtics at 25 and 26. Miami's number six at 26 and 25. Charlotte is at 25 and 24 at number five spot. Number four is to Atlanta, 27 and 24. Number three is Milwaukee at 32 and 18. Brooklyn is number two at 35 and 16. And Philly is uh, number one at 35 and 16 also. Um, so that race at the top is going to be interesting to see in the Eastern Conference. The bottom five is Toronto, Cleveland, Washington, Orlando, and Detroit, respectively, with Toronto being one game out of getting into uh, the play-in spot. In the Western Conference, um, at number 10, you have the Golden State Warriors holding it down uh, at 24 and 27. At number nine, you got the San Antonio Spurs at 24 and 24. Um, at number eight, you got the Memphis Grizzlies at 25 and 23. At number seven, you got the Dallas Mavericks at 28 and 21. At number six, you got Portland Trailblazers at 32 and 20. Falling all the way down to number five, you got the LA Lakers going at 32 and 19. Number four is the Denver Nuggets at 32 and 18. LA Clippers is number three at 34 and 18. Phoenix is holding it down at the number two spot at 35 and 14. And the number one team in the Western Conference, and I believe the NBA, is the Utah Jazz still at thirty-eight and twelve? Yo, could you could you imagine if because of these injuries that the Lakers have to play in the play uh, the playing game? That'd be hilarious. That'd be, that would be that would be sick. That would be great if they got to play in a playing game and they make it to the NBA Finals and win. I don't want to hear nobody tell me anything about LeBron James. What if he don't play? What if he don't play? And they make it to the NBA Finals and AD wins. Mid, I'm talking all the trash about LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't wait till we get to that next podcast. We switched up so quick, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there and be like, this is your king? Nah, loyal, man. You switched up quick. Oh, God. Hey, I mean, shit. I'm not loyal to LeBron. I think LeBron is the greatest athlete that we've seen probably ever. But, uh... I'm not loyal to LeBron. Remember, I saw Jordan first, and I saw Kobe his whole career. So you know, I got, I got, I got to fuck with them two first. You feel me? I saw Wade. What? Wade is easily the number three um, shooting guard in NBA history. I saw Wade. That's all I needed to see. I ain't care for nobody else. Um, finishing off the bottom five for the Western Conference is the Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, and the Minnesota. Timberwolves are last. Shout out to the Hawks, man. Yeah, the Hawks is really moving out Chandy Street. Shout out to that boy Trey Young, man. About time. So I just wanted to say, <clears throat> um, Paul Pierce. <laughs> well, we we gonna, we gonna get to Paul Pierce. We gonna yeah, get to Paul Pierce. We got to end. Yeah, yeah, we got to. We got to. There ain't no choice. Stupid ass. Anyway, <laughs> so first off. I- to throw some numbers out at you for about Zion Williamson. It's unfortunate that he's playing on a team that doesn't necessarily have the biggest market and they're not winning. Um, so we're not really paying attention to him unless he's on TV, which honestly he's on TV quite a bit, but still New Orleans. So Zion Williamson through 65 games, and this was about a week ago. So I'm pretty sure the numbers are still the same. I just don't know how many how many games he's played. But Zion Williamson through 65 games has scored more points than anyone ever in the history of the NBA except for Michael Jordan. Damn. That boy, Bucketo. Not only that, not only that, Zion has scored more points with a higher field goal percentage and more rebounds than LeBron through 65 games. The man is shooting like 60% from the field. This is absolutely absurd. Um, So we got to be on the lookout for Zion. Zion is actually already creating record-breaking numbers. And the man is like 20, 21. So he's got some time. Um, I just wanted to make another mention, too. Um, and, and this is really just a personal rant. Um, if you guys agree or disagree, please just let me know. Please stop blaming LeBron for the creation of the super team. Brooklyn is not LeBron's fault. LeBron going to the Heat wasn't the first time that a super team was created, y'all. All right? Shit, Celtics, man. That I can remember. To, well, we could go back further. The first super team that I can remember is the 1971 Los Angeles Lakers when they traded for Will Chamberlain, and it was Jerry well, West. First of all, Jason first Baylor of all. You, and Will Chamberlain. First of all, you don't remember it because you, right, you don't all. remember that at all. You No. Search. Well, I'm saying, like, you learn, you learn about it. <laughs> Okay, y'all ain't got a shit on me. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all welcome, yeah. assholes. Um, and I also think a super team is when you make moves and you trade for people. The Celtics of the 80s were a super team because Larry Bird, they drafted Larry Bird. They made some funny moves to get Kevin McHale, and they traded for Robert Parrish and a couple of other players, and they kept players moving around. If Len Bias didn't pass away, they would have kept going with that. So the Celtics was a super team. Lakers of the 80s were a super team. You can even say the, the Pistons of the late 80s were a super team. Um, the Bulls were homegrown. A lot of their guys were drafted, so we can't say nothing about that. Um, another team of the 80s is the Sixers. The Philadelphia 76ers, although 
only won two rings in the 80s. One year they had four all-star players, two of which they traded for. All right. So that that makes no sense. And secondly, since you mentioned it, Buddha, yes, the Celtics created a super team to get past LeBron James after LeBron James snapped in the 2007 Eastern Conference Finals against the Pistons, who were making it to the finals. Like I think they made it two years or three years in a row. And he turns 22, and the Celtics create a team so they can get past him. 22 years old. LeBron was 22. Stop with this super team being created by LeBron bullshit. It's been around for as long as we possibly can remember. Ain't the whole point of winning a championship is creating the best possible team anyway. So if I got money, and I go go after the best stars? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here with that bull. Bullshit. I blame y'all boys for that. You hear that, Dylan? It's all your fault. Oh. Ridiculous, bro. So, yeah. Oh, did you guys hear about... uh? That's it for the NBA, by the way. Did you guys hear um about uh Tiger Woods? Mm-mm. No way. Yeah, they, they finally released the reason why he uh got into the accident. He was drunk out there with D Wade. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Drunk out there golfing with D Wade. I thought he was supposed to meet with oh, I don't know. They was they had already they was already together. He he crashed after they met. That man was not oh. drunk. He crashed. They, they, they linked up in golf. The same he thing. said, "They said the man was doing like seventy four and a forty five. Jit was drunk, bro. I'm trying to no, tell you. No, they would have. They would have announced that. They would have released that in their statement. Man, Jit was lit, bro. Jit was. He was probably running late, man. Running late for what? Yeah, probably because he was he was on his way to a golf to a golf. Wait, yeah, it was like it was like yeah, seven in the at, morning. It was like seven yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah." Yeah, it was. Man, we're running late nowhere, man. <laughs> you talking about you rich as hell. Ain't no such thing as running late. No, you, just assume, you just assuming the worst. Man was out there lit, bitch. Fuck wrong with Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger was out there litty titty out there, bitch. Not litty titty. That is funny as heck, bro. That's all right, bro. We'll be back. I mean, Tiger need to go ahead and just retire. That boy done broke everything. <laughs> boy done broke his back, his both his legs. You just you just missing the arms now. Tell him to shut up. Nigga hold, you know how on WWE a nigga hold shit's red, boy. <laughs> Still is shut up, bro. <laughs> My God. Hey, bro. Hey, listen. We've been catching straight leg bars and slams <laughs> all match, man. I ain't going to lie to you. You the most out there put together person I know. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like all your thoughts and like all the stuff you say absolutely makes sense and then you really think about it you're like bro <laughs> hell did he pull that from bro <laughs> oh man that boy gotta chill oh my you dude. gotta chill man. the fuck that boy big facts being... not a sense <laughs> 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 that boy <laughs> 
Everyone in the house would have known. It sounded like Regina. Uh, 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 so much power. Uh, I can't feel anything. Uh, Y'all childish. Uh, Y'all, you laughing at it, Jit. Hope you make it. Hope you make it. In, hope you make it out there. Hope you can do some mini golf soon. Speaking of, you know, Tiger Woods got like a little mini golf course <clears throat> here in Fort Myers. It's built like an actual golf course. Oh, he lit. That looks like we ain't been there yet, but I just look fine. He lit for that. Well, oh, shit. Paul Pierce. Please tell us what you think about Paul Pierce, my guy. That would a goat. That would a goat. Right. I don't know what that man was thinking, bro. That boy was lit. <laughs> that joke was crazy, bro. Like, I watched it and was like, bro. They what? had to fire that man, bro. Y'all be posting naked niggas. Y'all be posting a bunch of naked bodies on ESPN cover every goddamn week. Or somebody butt cheat for no reason. Be having JJ Watt butt bookie naked when y'all out when y'all back. Come on, bro. Not butt bookie naked. Bikinis. I have JJ Watt out there butt bookie, bitch. I think it's out here talking about some. Oh, he gotta go. Why? For what? Bro, you snap. You are snapping. For what? You're making my head hurt. You took a you took a nap today. You get a nice nap. From an adult site. Make your fucking bread. Fuck, fuck ESPN, bitch. Go be a porn star or something. Go be the next Ron Jeremy or something. <laughs> Not Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Not Ron Jeremy. He look like he don't give a fuck, though. I think he, in his, I don't know. I feel like, one, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like Paul Pierce has been on his way out of ESPN for a while anyways. You know when things changed? When he started talking about D-Wade. When he started talking about D-Wade, <laughs> freaking Jalen Rose called him the hell out about how D-Wade got three um, defensive teams to Pierce's zero, three rings hey, to Pierce's one. It was, his face was never the same after that day. Hey, listen, bro. Listen. That is a moment in history. I am a Paul Pierce fan. That is my favorite basketball player of all time, but I'm not going to lie to you, Paul Pierce. You're stupid. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I remember watching that and being when he was like, I think I better than D Wade. I was like, oh. Ooh, boy. You are else like it's one thing to think it. It's one thing to think it, but to say it on national television. What you bro. stupid fool? Like you do realize people do their stats, right? People do their research. That's mm-hmm. the nine ass statement you just made. But it is what it is, bro. Shout out to you. I hope you made that 250. Good to see you, Amy, broke. For anybody that think he's going to be broke now because of this, y'all stupid. <laughs> it's still Paul Pierce. It's he freaking girl. snapped. And then what made it even worse was when freaking um, the lady that was there was adding the ad libs behind it. It was two on one. Dwayne Wade isn't here to defend his honor. No, I'm not talking to Dwayne Wade. I'm not doing that. He's made All-NBA first team twice. Paul hasn't done it. He made All-NBA eight times to your four. He made All-NBA team three times to your zero. To your zero. 
Your title, you weren't able to win the scoring title. That's too bad. He has three rings. You have one ring. Ooh, three is bigger than one. No, that yo, that back <laughs> three is bigger than one. <laughs> she stabbed. She said, "Ooh, zero. She's like, "Ooh, ooh, three is bigger than one." <laughs> ooh, that's a, that's a shame. Hey, that is a moment in history, boy. From that day on, Paul Pierce was like, "Yeah," and the internet ate his ass up too. Hey, bro. Apparently, apparently, Cam Soda, like some like porno Cam thing, is mm-hmm. trying. to to do a sports show, that's lit, but he better take that, dude. Better take right. that. Start talking about sports with a whole bunch of booty shaking. Get a whole uh, yeah. But that dude would be fire. I'll watch that bit. I don't listen to nothing he got to say to. <laughs> but hey, even better. That means he can just wild out and say whatever. I'm trying Big to. Say he don't care. Sense. He don't care. He's like he's like uh, what's the name of that dude? Earl sweatsuit or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, bro. I don't care. <laughs> and he on his way out of there. I don't care. That drunk funny, bro. Shout out to you, Paul. Shout out to Mr. Pierce, bro. Shout out to Mr. Pierce. All right. Um, <clears throat> we good for underrated bars of fame or not? Yep. yep. All right. Let's do it. So today... Um, I'm coming from you guys. I'm coming with you. Coming to you guys. I'm coming from you guys. I'm coming from you. Is your I'm in the bitch I'm on my yet? way like I always do. <laughs> Damn, son. Where did you find that? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Hey, the listeners don't like to hear silence, bro. Come on. Oh, is that is that what that is? Oh, bet that up. Um, so I'm coming to you guys with something very different. Um, this is from a group known as Tame Impala. The name of the song is called The Less I Know, The Better. Um, it's a really good song. Damn. Uh, a really funky uh what? I ain't gonna lie to you know you renege. How? You you were supposed to do the Isleys or Earth Wind and Fire. You did. Oh, you know what? You right, but we didn't we didn't do this we didn't do the shit last week. You right, man. Damn, so we gotta do the Isleys now. Mm-hmm. We gotta do the Isleys, but it can't, but it's got to be an underrated bar of fame. So hold speaking on. of them, that was a great versus. Yes. Yeah, the versus was fire. That shit was about three and a half hours long. I don't know what you expected from them, though. That boy's got a sleep. All their voices hit. still sound good as fuck, too, though. Right. The only thing that kept pissing me off was mm-hmm. I really couldn't match his voice on the goddamn... Man, I'm, man it was sounding like a lag. The whole mm-hmm. time, I'm like, bro, Ron, you might need to just let that shit ride, bro, if you can't match your voice up with the damn... Yeah, he part. old, dog. <laughs> He's doing his yeah, best. Thomas. That all time was kicking in, Ron. You over here missing the missing your not Alzheimer's, <laughs> not the Alzheimer's. Earth when if I was on beat, they yeah. ain't I couldn't tell whether or not there was instrumentals playing for them or if there was just them. I'm like, hey, y'all niggas ain't fucking off at all. <laughs> Boy had this thing permed out with that big ass forehead. <laughs> don't don't be this don't be this guy. <laughs> You can tell all them used to get Lil Shardis back in the day. One of them was looking like Andre 3000, daddy. 
Yes. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. I got this. Boom. We're going to do an Ozzy Brothers song, and then we're going to do an Earth, Wind, and Fire song, and we're going to call it a day. We're going to pay homage. We did Earth, Wind, and Fire last week. What I, I do for a show last week, Bill. You said you was going to do one, one week and then one the next week. What Earth, Wind, and Fire song I did two weeks ago? Kid, I don't remember, kid. Yeah, you did. Oh, you did the um, I feel you. Uh, 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 yes, it was the name of the show last week. Hold on, hold on one second. It won the move. Oh, so then that was that was the Ozzy. You did. I keep I keep hearing footsteps. Yeah, footsteps in the dark. I keep hearing footsteps, baby. I already did the Ozzy. Oh, see, yeah, you did the Ozzy. So you got the Earth Wind and Fire. Good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, Dylan. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, bet. So we'll do Fantasy by Earth, Wind, and Fire. All right, here we go. Everybody's fave, Earth, Wind, and Fire Fantasy. Every man has a place. In his heart, there's a space. And the world can't erase his fantasies. Take a ride in the sky on our ship, Fantasy. All your dreams will come true right away. And we will live together until the 12th of never. Our voices will ring forever as one. Every thought is a dream rushing by in a stream, bringing life to the kingdom of doing. Take a ride in the sky on our ship fantasy. All your dream will come true miles away. Our voices will ring together until the 12th of never. We'll all will live love forever as one. Come to see victory in a land called fantasy, loving life a new degree. Bring your mind to everlasting liberty as one. Come to see victory in a land called fantasy, loving life for you and me to behold to your soul is ecstasy. By the way, they was on. <laughs> Find other kind that has been in search of you. Many lives have brought you to recognize it's your life now in review. And as you stay for the play, fantasy has in store for you. Glowing light will see you through. It's your day, shining day. All your dreams come true. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, oh. As you glide in your stride with the wind, as you fly away, give a smile from your lips and say, I am free. Yes, I'm free. I'm on my way. Come to see victory in a land called fantasy. Loving life for you and me to behold to your soul is ecstasy. You will find other kind that has been in search of you. Many lives have brought you to recognize it's your life now in review. That song got like 85 different meanings. Bro. I don't think it was on ecstasy. I think it was on, like, back then, I think it was, like, opium. Opium, LSD, one of them drugs. Yeah, they was tripping on. Yeah, yeah, they was was feeling good. Hell yeah, bro. And that song is also the sample for Shoggy by Plots. Featuring T. Yes, sir. So, I mean, is there anything else for us to really talk about? Nah, fam. (laughs) Nah. It might be them yellow jerseys ain't shit. (laughs) <laughs> and who? The mustard yellow jerseys ain't shit, Miami. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Oh, you talking about them statement jerseys? Just, yeah, you need to go put them bitches back where you stated them at. 
What was the reason for them getting those colors again? Uh, to make a statement, apparently. Lit. Oh. <laughs> I need to go them jerseys back on aisle seven. Dumb list. Can we can we do like aisle nine or aisle six? Aisle six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to go back to aisle seven, bit dog. That's what a mustard hey. is for back. Hey, vibe, bro. Calm that, calm that down. All right. Uh, Buddha, where can they reach us on email? Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on the ground? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on the tweet hair? Balls underscore podcast. What about on Facebook? Ballsports podcast. Facebook. Uh, Dylan, what is it? Is it, is it almost? Time to get the fuck off the air. Okay. But that, with that being said, man. We're going to wrap this thing up. We are done. What is this, 184th time? But yeah, sure. Thank you for yeah. listening. Y'all could be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us and really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these clicks and these listens. We're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to and vibe to and get your grind through. But that being said, like Weezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly knuckles. Little scallywags. <laughs>